Hey, Greg, it's December. You know what that means? Of course, Larry. It's time for Santa Claus and Christmas. Well, well, yeah, that's true, but it's not what I was getting at. There is a new Taco of the Month at Ricochet. And what is it? It's called the... Filthy Animal. It's got fried chicken, potato croquettes, cheddar cheese, house-made elote, bacon, a country-style gravy, fried onions, and a drizzle of Valentina on top. Mmm. What are potato croquettes? It's basically a little fried ball of mashed potatoes. Yummy. And what's Valentina? Hot sauce. Well, why don't they just say hot sauce, then? Because it's a specific hot sauce. I'm ready to go try the filthy animal at Ricochet Tacos. How about you? Of course I want to go. And every Thursday when they run Pizza Box Nachos this month, it's going to be based off this taco. Oh, so you can get it as a taco, a burrito, a salad, or Pizza Box Nachos? Or a quesadilla. Mmm. It's available all month in December at both the Valparaiso and Crown Point locations. This is Tasty 219, powered by Local 219. The Northwest Indiana Food Podcast. Everything you hear on this podcast is just our opinions. We are just two guys talking about food. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. This is Tasty 219, season five, episode number four. That's Greg. And that's Larry. We're pointing at each other. Y'all can't see. It's kind of funny. <laughs> we upgraded some of our equipment. We did. We are having fun testing it out. First episode on this new recording equipment. We're going to see how it goes. Yeah. Some new cables, some new mic stands, a new processor. Lots of stuff. Yeah. we got a lot going so on here. Exciting. Yeah. Um, last... Episode of 2022. True. Yes. Last episode of 2022. You have three days left to try the Ricochet Taco of the Month. You do. Just three. And there'll be a new one coming out in January. Yeah. Go check out our merch store. We're constantly adding new merch. Yep. Yep. Do that. Thank you. We got some cool embossed business cards with our logo that will be here in a couple days we got new stickers coming we got all kinds of cool stuff going on yeah we sure do so uh today's episode we're pre-podcasting with uh brewery selections from foreign local they're out of hammond indiana and i got the strange terrain it's a happy american farmhouse ale and it's brewed with Indiana-grown barley and wheat from the Sugar Creek Malt Company. Oh. And I'm not sure where they're at. The can is a beautiful, uh, like, navy blue with black branches and looks like maybe uh, snow in the air. Pretty good for uh, this winter storm that we're expecting. It'll have passed by the time you hear this, but... Uh, at recording, it's supposed to come in uh, Thursday night into Friday. Yeah, so there's a very good chance that you spent Christmas at home, which, I mean, if you're 
Uh, if you're looking for an excuse, most people are going to be able to dig out and get to where they want. Yeah, to but go. I mean, if your your normal Christmas thing is spending it at home with your family and not going nowhere, your stuff didn't change, and that's kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, if you're planning on going somewhere, you might not be able to. Yeah, I think you'll be okay. But it's also Thursday into Friday. Coming gone at that point. Yeah, Thursday into Friday, you'll be home baking and wrapping your presents, and then get help shoveling out and enjoy your holiday season. So I'm going to try my beer, okay. and then. You can talk about what yours. I have a Shoreless, which is also by Foreign Local. It's a blue Hawaiian-inspired sour ale with pineapple, orange juice, cherry, and coconut. 7% by volume is one pint. Um, yeah, like you said, out of Hammond. Super cool can. Lots of um, legs sticking out of snail shells and stuff, which is kind of sick. I like that. Very cool. I like mine. Okay. Um, it's not as um, hazy. No, this is blue. Sorry. Hazy like an IPA. Uh, it, well, that's because it's a farmhouse ale. So, yeah, it's good. Do you want to try it? Um, Sure. I'm yeah. not a farmhouse ale person. I don't particularly care for them. But, hey. Yeah, I like this one a lot. I do, too. It's got a, like a citrus taste it's to it. It's IPAZ. No, it's not. Or it, it's just got a, it a bite to it. I haven't tried it yet. Um, I opened the the top and it is blue. It looks like um something you would like dump into a car somewhere inside. Like what is is that washer fluid that's blue? Oh yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Well, let's see. Oh, it's so sick. And what's sick about it? How coconutty it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here, try. I love this. Cherry, coconut, orange, pineapple. It's mm. awesome. It's very, very good. It's very coconutsy. None of those things would you think would make it blue. <laughs> That's weird, right? It, it says blue Hawaiian inspired. Like the first word is blue. Mm-hmm. This is good. Yeah. I really like the coconut flavor. I that's one of my favorite beers we've done on this show. Every time I say that, um, I feel like it's uh, a foreign local beer. We have a lot of great breweries in Northwest Indiana. We do um, showcase a lot of them. Um, it was nice to do. I, I thought it was going to be something different. I haven't. I didn't realize that we had tried foreign local beers already we got foreign local that one time when darren told us about that liquor store and porter where you can buy individual cans oh we got foreign local at that and now we also did foreign local maybe that was the only time but i know we have done it once before okay so moving on to our feature uh the primary reason that we are podcasting today we are evaluating cajun crab house yes and that is at 2124 South Lake Mall in Maryville, Indiana, right next door to Cooper's Hawk, if you're familiar with where Cooper's Hawk uh, is If at. you are an older person from this area, I'm pretty sure this was Ruby Tuesday back in the day, right? I don't remember that being Ruby Tuesday. Um, way back in the day, it was a Walgreens uh, really? restaurant. There was a Walgreens up front and the Walgreens restaurant back there. Walgreens restaurant. Yeah, used to get uh, Sundays and burgers and fries. Yeah, that was there at Walgreens, South Lake Mall. This, like Walgreens, Walgreens. 
Yeah. Like on the corner of Happy and Healthy Walgreens. Yeah. Huh. Uh-huh. They had a restaurant. Yep. Okay. You can well, find... Was Ruby Tuesday where Cooper's Hawk is and maybe the Cajun Crab Place was where Talbot's was in the 90s? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Carry the, on. The Cajun Crab House, I believe, was across from Kmart, the old Kmart in Maryville on Route 30 to begin with. Okay. And they moved over there. Okay. Uh, is that for sure? Uh, I'm almost positive. Okay. Uh, they can be found on the web at houseofcajuncrab.com. Their hours are Monday through Thursday, 1130 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 1130 to 10, and Sunday from noon to 8. What was your first impression, setting, and mood? Uh, I walked in there, and I was like, oh, it's very seaside There's, like, cool, like, nets on the ceiling and buoys and just... Anchors. It's uh, real yeah. seasy. Yeah. And it's tight. I like that. It is very dockside. And it's not, like, nautical and corny. It's like, no, I guess there's a... There's a a film of corn on it, but um, it's it's more lighthearted than something nautical would be. It's more fun. Yeah, it's more realistic. I mean, you really thought that you were seaside or sure. dockside, which sure, you know, sure. it just wasn't. And we were inside of a mall. Yeah, it wasn't those type of things just hung up on a wall. It all worked. Sure. I noticed that it had a definite, definite New Orleans Cajun vibe with that loud music. Uh, very uh, Mardi Gras-esque. Well, they were straight up just playing like modern, like trap music, which is just like modern day rap music. Yeah. And uh, it was awesome. It was, I was into it. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a party vibe. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah. You're going to go there and have fun. You're not going to go there and have a serious conversation. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily think it's a first date kind of place. I don't know, though, because if you took someone on a first date there, you're going to be like, hey, are you comfortable getting, like, disgustingly <laughs> greasy and weird? Because if you are, like, you might be like, like, this could be a thing. I've washed my hands so many times since we went and yes. recording. I feel like I still smell like garlic butter. You might. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Do you have any other other um, things to talk about? I liked how it looked in there. It was cool. I liked the loud music. And the music, it was very loud, but yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't unbearably loud. No, it was cool. It was, it was, it was fun. It, it, you, yeah, you wanted to get up and dance or, you know, I don't know, just have a celebration. It reminded me, what's the Julia Roberts movie about her trying to sabotage a wedding, maybe? My best friend's wedding. There, There's a scene in that movie where they're at a crab restaurant and, like, there's a guy playing piano and he's got these big claw gloves. Is this anything? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, me either. I don't I have never heard of this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> my best friend's uh, my my best friend <laughs> my best friend's wedding is an awesome movie, and I'll leave it at yeah, that. Yeah. So the highlight for me was the server. Oh, she was so sick. Very good. Um. Uh, met mode or vision of the restaurant's brand. I mean. She represented it well. Oh, for sure. So friendly. Uh, super friendly. Super informative, too. Efficient and pleasant. Explained everything well. Just a great ambassador for the Cajun Crab House, I thought. Yeah, she was very, very solid. Yeah. Her name was Marie, if I didn't say that already. We did not. So, but, yeah. uh, 
it was it was her and she was great. Kudos to her, yes. Uh, and then for drinks, I ordered the strawberry daiquiri. Uh, it came. It was beautiful uh, in one of those like hurricane glasses. I call them. It's yeah, got the yeah, curves yeah. on it, and uh, it was a beautiful pink color. And I believe it was served with uh, orange slice, maybe. Um, it was good, very strong for me. So we switched drinks. And what did you order? Well, not completely. Why we switched? So there's um, a little piece of paper on the wall at your booth with the the current day drink specials. And there was like $2 Trulies, $2, I think like surprise me tall cans, and then a $1 surprise me. And I am often telling a bartender or server, uh, screw it, surprise me, make me whatever you want. So I see that, I'm like, for a buck? Yeah, for sure, this is so me, I'm totally in. <laughs> um, and I'm like, you know what? She's going to bring me like a Miller Lite or something. And she brought me a damn high life. And I can't be mad because it says $1 surprise me, like straight up. Yeah. And from a business perspective, for sure, they're going to be throwing out high lives during that. That shit is so cheap. I just, I, I didn't expect that. I know you did. I did. And you were talking to your mom while you ordered it and whatever. But when I saw that, I thought it would be like some kind of fun little cocktail. No. But like little. No, you know, it was like, just a can of High Life, and they brought it out, and I'm like, <laughs> shit. So I took a drink of it, and I'm like, oh, man, I hate this. <laughs> and you're like, well, trade me. And I'm like, no, 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 your drink is way more expensive. It's probably way more delicious. And you took a drink of yours, and you're like, oh, no, this is way too boozy. And I'm like, okay, let's switch. And it was boozy as hell, but it was infinitely more delicious, and I'm very grateful that you were down to do that because otherwise i would have had to choke down this high life and i would not have had a fun time uh no problem at all and then um we picked an app and we picked the seafood bread which and we had no idea there was no explanation it what it was on all the list of the apps it just was what it was called yeah and we got down to seafood bread so i asked her i'm like um so what's this and she's like oh my god i love it so much it's like a garlic bread with a lot of Garlic and butter and crab meat, and it's awesome, and I love it. I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah, let's absolutely do that. And it's six bucks. Yeah, she did a great job of describing it where you wanted to order it. Absolutely. And it came to our plate, and um, I'll bring this up a little later in the presentation, but it was nothing to write home about presentation-wise. Uh, I it was just, feel differently. It was four pieces of uh, garlic bread. Pretty much. And it was covered with crab meat and melty cheese. Yeah, but it that, was delicious. That tray, that metal tray and that red and white checkerboard paper is a timeless, perfect aesthetic. Always. It always works. Yeah. No the matter what, no matter how elevated the food is, if it's on that, it looks cool. Yeah. The, red and, the red and white paper worked for me. Loved it. I just, uh, I don't know. Uh, it was too big for just four pieces of garlic bread sure i think this beer is awesome yeah I love i'm very this, happy man. with mine too so shout out to shout out foreign local always i've always loved your beer um yeah that's all i'll stop there yeah <laughs> do you have anything to add about the seafood bread no it was it was delicious it's it's um the taste that the listener is picturing right now is exactly that yeah it was it was a very delicious great way to start the meal uh, pretty reasonably priced too. I think it was six or eight bucks. It was really inexpensive. So we didn't get a salad or soup. So we're going to move on to our entree. 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 
and we decided to <laughs> share one of the seafood boils. Um, and we got the very hangry. Yeah, they have a hangry, a very hangry, and though it's the third tier. Like, you know, I got some pictures of that. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to explain what was in ours, and you can go back. Sure. So we picked snow crab, and then you get to pick three uh, other meats, and we picked shrimp, blue crab, and crawfish. And uh, we had a hard time picking the last one, but yes. we decided on the crawfish. Okay. It was also served with four corn, four potatoes, and four sausage. And we picked the house sauce, which was a mixture of all the sauces. Yes, yeah, so it's just a super buttery garlic, garlic lemon thing. pepper. Yeah, the, uh, the top tier thing is called the hangry feast, and it's just more things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, they brought it to our table, literally in a plastic bag, and it was in a, a bucket at first. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was in like, a double bagged. Yeah. And then she takes it out of the bucket and she shakes it around so you know everything's covered. It was really cool. Yeah. And they put it into this big metal, like deep tray, and then you kind of fold the bag over and open it up, and it's all just there. And yeah. the steam and this smell rises out, and it's sick. There was plenty. There was a ton. Yeah. We could have shared that between two other people, you think? Um, at least three, because I took a big helping of it home and my roommate ate all of it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it was a, a lot of garlic and a lot of butter, um, substantial amount of shrimp. Substantial. Speaking of that, um, we had a couple of beers last night after I got back, and they're going through, and they find one of the shrimp, and they just go for it. I'm like, no, no, you peel it. And they're like, oh, no, no. I'm like, yeah, you do. And then they started peeling them. It was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the snow crab was really good. Yes, um, snow crab was really good, really good, super meaty. Um, not super easy to handle because it was covered in garlic butter, but that's expected in this situation. Yeah, and the crackers were plastic. Uh, I think if they would have had regular, you know, utensils, it might have made it maybe a little so, bit better. Because you can't really get the claw, that claw part. No, and that's the tightest part. Yeah, that's the sweetest, it seems um, like. Um, the blue crab was also quite good. There was like four entire whole, maybe five, blue crab in this bag. Yeah, I didn't get to try that because I didn't know how to go about eating um, it. With blue crab, the legs are so small that I feel like most of the meat is in the body. Hmm. Um, so it was pretty easy to do, and it's it's quite good. Yeah. Yeah. And then crawfish. You tried it, and then I tried, I tried one. It. When we were, that was our last choice that yeah. we had to pick. Yeah. Um, I regret it wholeheartedly. I wish we would have got clams. Um, but I feel like in a Cajun seafood boil scenario, you have to get crawfish. Like it's insulting to not. You know, it's like part of it. Well, I'm glad I got uh, the Kahuna's to try it because I've never tried crawfish right. before. And I w- I want to like it because it looks so cool. Yeah. And then she's. Last night, she's breaking off the heads and sucking. Really? She's like, this is so sick. And I'm like, well, she's a big, like, she goes to New Orleans a lot. She's a big Cajun food person. Okay. She's just like, so she like knew 12 how to coronas do it. deep and just slamming whole crawfish. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yo, that's gross, man. Yeah. Was, I thought they were really salty. And you said dirty tasting. Um, yeah. Salty and sweet at the same time. And just, yeah, I I didn't care for that as much as I cared for the other stuff. It, it wasn't for me. Maybe I had a bad 
crawfish out of the batch and the other ones were good. Because, uh, like, if it, I have, like, a, a crawfish soup or a crawfish etouffee type of thing, I like it. Yeah. Um. So maybe I just had a bad one and that one right away was like, nope, nope, not doing this. <laughs> that I think that might have been the case. I don't know. I'm I, Whatever. Yeah. And then we ordered two sides. The first was the garlic butter noodles. Yeah, which I was... Because we didn't really discuss sides. You just kind of threw them on there after we ordered. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean garlic butter noodles? Why? There's way tighter sides to get. Why did you pick garlic butter noodles? Well, I thought they were different. I thought uh, they were both different. They and, were. Because yeah. the other one was red beans and rice. Yeah. And they're not super comparable items. That's for sure. Right. Uh, the garlic butter noodles were good. They're just small noodles. Almost like out of Mrs. Grass's soup. And I would lo- would have liked thicker noodles. Um, I don't know. Just a preference of mine. I wouldn't say they're like that. Those those Mrs. Grass soup noodles are like string. Yeah. These were like noodles still. We got a picture. You can see it. Yeah. I, I disagree with you. But um, yeah, they were they were okay. Uh, the red beans and rice was good. It was it was good. Very spicy. Um, I usually when I have those, they're mixed together. And it was just pretty much the red beans on top of the rice. I think we're supposed to mix it ourselves, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So um, speaking of spice, they, we had um, we were asked what level of spice we want our boil, and there's like there's mild, medium, hot, fire, whatever. They keep going up, and uh, we picked mild, and it still had a pretty considerable amount of balls to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There were there were, it was there. Yeah, I agree with you. Like we both said, well, I can't imagine what the hotter ones would have tasted like. So then from there, we we got dessert, and we got the beignets, and they were served with a chocolate sauce and a raspberry sauce. Correct. They were quite pretty. You think? I do. Yeah, see, again, I, it, they were brought out on this, like, black stoneware uh, bowl, or I liked it. rimmed bowl, I would say, um, and they were just on the plate. And there were cups of sauce in those plastic condiment containers. It was fine. Um, I've had better beignets. These were kind of oh, heavy. For sure. Beignets are typically lighter. Yes. But, but they were good. Um, good I have a story about beignets I could tell quickly. Yeah, please do. So I would say somewhere between 10 and 8 years ago, I can't recall, I went on vacation with the person I was dating at the time. To New Orleans. And she wanted to go to Cafe Dumont so bad. Everybody, that's a must-go-to place. I totally get it. But you don't need to go every day while you're there. We went to Cafe Dumont every single effing day. (laughs) Every day. Did you try that chicory? Yeah, and it's nasty. (laughs) It's very woodsy and earthy. It's Yeah. (laughs) Um, And, like, we're getting, and, like, every time, like, we're in line for, like, an hour and i'm like yo i get it like we're in new orleans we got to go here but like just the once right (laughs) every single day we went every day and i'm like these are these are great but like they're not come on man (laughs) anyway that's that story so they were they were good so then we move on to presentation and to me the presentation was lacking pretty much it was i don't know to me it was very commercial um, For I, sure, it felt like I don't believe it's a chain. It's not. It's a single location place. But if you told me 
if you blindfolded me and you sat down and I opened my eyes, I'm like, where are we? They were like, Joe's Crab Shack. I'm like, oh, no shit. I believe you. Exactly. It, it did remind you of Joe's Crab Shack. Yeah, it's, just, it's like a, yeah. a locally owned single location Joe's Crab Shack, but better. Yeah. Also, I, Sky Point Joe's Crab Shack. Joe's Crab Shack was tight, man. <laughs> I liked when the, the servers came out and did dances. Yeah, they would all come out. Nah, man, that's degrading. It was. It was a lot. Of, they look like they had fun. Yeah, they're they're told they have to. It's like you think the kids at Coldstone want to sing the song when you put the fifteen cents in their little cup. No, Hell no, that's they, degrading. That's but, dehumanizing. But the difference is Coldstone. They don't act like they want to do it because you know? they don't. Because yeah. they're like, you want me to sing for a quarter? Fuck you. <laughs> I I get why they don't look psyched about it. That's rude. Uh, I I liked how the crab oil came out in that ba- big bag like mm. that, um, and then they brought you that huge metal bucket for your shells oh and my your God. scraps. And I put probably two hundred napkins in there. Yeah, that was nice and appropriate. I thought um, you got a kick out of the plastic bibs and the. There was gloves. a plastic bib with a giant just lobster on it and some claws. I got a picture of you looking all crazy with them. It's yeah. tight, man. And the, the gloves didn't wear the gloves. Uh, regretted it almost instantly when I grabbed the first thing out of there. I'm like, oh, oh, really wish I had these gloves on, but I'm, I'm this deep already. Let's go. I just don't think the gloves would make you nimble enough to shell the shrimp. And- that right. Um, yeah, it was, I don't know. They were like essentially like sandwich bags with fingers. Um, it's not enough. If I had like doctor gloves or like the black tattoo artist gloves and I could like be really tactile with my hands, I'd probably be into that, but they're not going to hand them out. Those are expensive. Tactile. I'm impressed with that word. Um, I don't know if I should be offended that no. you're impressed. I know the word. Yeah. Ta- fuck you. You shouldn't be offended. <laughs> um, but yeah, the rest of the presentation was just fine. I mean, four pieces of garlic bread on the tray and the beignets were just on the tray. Nothing. Nothing. Is that where we are now? We got presentation? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Presentation. All things considered, a bunch of seafood in a bucket. There's not a lot you can do. What, you know what would really be cool with that? Is if you were on the beach and you had that bucket of stuff. Yeah. Dude, you know, I want to just, I like want to do a, a, a seafood tour of the East Coast so bad. I've been talking about this my entire life. Yeah. And they had a good selection of non seafood boil items too on their for menu. For sure. For sure. I was afraid that that's what it was going to be, just no, seafood boils. They have like, I think I actually have a picture of the. Um, I know they had like rice and shrimp and rice and stuff and. They had etouffee, I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, they also have a really solid lunch special. A lobster menu. roll, I saw. Yeah, but you can do a you can do a snow a snow crab legs and shrimp with corn and potatoes, like a small boil. Um, you can do a shrimp and crawfish lunchtime boil, blue crab type of thing. Like they have lunch specials during the week, um, and that's awesome. But also. Going to get a seafood boil on your lunch break and then going back to work is an awful idea because you're going to come back smelling like crab and garlic and no one's going to like you. Yeah, I agree with that. Worth I, it, I, fuck them. I don't want to do that for a lunch break. <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> and we move on to any other notes. And I just noted that um, their uh, motto for the restaurant is bringing the high energy and delicious Cajun flavor from Bourbon Street to Maryville. Right. And I think that's cool. And, and I'm pretty I, I sure this, this is probably not the best seafood boil in the world. But we are in semi-rural Midwest. 
Salt life, baby. Okay. <laughs> all things all things aside, if you live in Northwest Indiana and you have a salt life sticker on your, it's probably a Jeep. You're lame as hell. How much do you actually surf? Does the salt life mean just you're really into pretzels or something? I saw you don't great- live at the ocean. Take that lame ass sticker off of your Jeep. <laughs> Zach I, is probably your name, I'm guessing. I saw, ass. I saw a great meme on Facebook the other day. It said, salt life in the Midwest. And it was a big snowplow going down the street. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a snowplow driver and you have that, then maybe. But like, if you have a salt life sticker and you live in the Midwest, you also need a sticker next to it explaining what it means to you. Because otherwise you look ridiculous. It's like those people that drive around up here with the Ron John surf shop bumper stickers it's it's um the spare tire on a jeep it's always jeep people jeep people like oh i'm an ocean person like really because you live in the woods in indiana (laughs) well all in all it was it was a good fun time uh it's something to experience for sure definitely definitely it's not like an all the time type of thing for me but yeah a good time so this is the portion of the show where we take a little break and regroup and uh, we'll come back and score Cajun Crab House in Maryville, Indiana. Cool, man. All right, we're back. We are back. Uh, Thank you for joining Tasty 219. Um, For those of you who have not been with us before, this is the scoring section of our show. We have five categories the the first four are five points the fifth category is out of 10 points we total up our scores divide by six and the venue gets a score out of five it's it makes sense yes for sure so larry what's up ambiance setting and mood is our first category yes you go first four a four four do you care to elaborate? It's very appropriate for the brand, for sure. I like the fun, loud music. I like the cool buoys and the, the netting. And uh, towards the bathroom, there's like these cool murals of like mermaids and stuff and like a cool ocean scene with like a crazy looking octopus. It's really, really neat. Um, but if you're not into a, at least a somewhat loosely based intense environment i don't want to use the word intense because it's an intense word but um it's not a mellow environment it could be off-putting to some people yeah if you're going for a quiet meal this isn't the place Uh, i also gave them a four i i noted it's a wonderful mardi gras type environment a fun and different place to go for a good time Agreed, hundred percent. If you're gonna celebrate something, you can go there and just you know, yeah, yeah, let let loose and have a good time. Speaking um, of celebrating, there, I don't know if this is what it was, but they have their something on their menu that's like a bucket of liquor or something. And a table, a couple tables away from us, had this giant vat with a spout on it at their table. I'm like, that's got to be that thing, and it's like thirty five bucks, and it's a ton of liquor. And it sounds awesome, but between the two of us, we would have went to the hospital, so we couldn't have got it. Yeah, the vessel was pretty. It was very pretty, but do you think that's what that was? I don't know. I didn't see the description on the menu that you're talking about. Okay. I, all I saw was when you pointed that vessel out. It was nice and tall and 
It looked like it's it like was a big, It's like a big punch ball type of thing. I think they said there was like four cups of liquor in it or something. Oh. I'm like, that's a lot of alcohol. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. But yeah, that sounds tight. So, yeah, a fun place to go. Uh, definitely a lot of families there. Um, oh, for sure. Well, Christmas time at the mall, people shopping makes sense. Definitely. Yeah. Then we go to value. I'm going to give uh, Cajun Crab House a four on value. It can be a bit pricey, but you do get plenty of food. I'm going to go four on value as well. Um, I will say it is definitely on the expensive side for going to get a meal somewhere, but you're getting tons and tons of seafood. Seafood is not local to here. It has to be shipped. It's the food cost is very, very high for the restaurant. That's that's something yeah. you have to deal with in that regard. And there are less expensive choices you could make if you want. For sure. You could go and get like a lobster roll or a sandwich of some type and not spend a ton. But if you're going to get a big boil for a couple of people, it's not going to be cheap, but you're getting a lot of food and that food wouldn't be cheap anywhere. Right. It's, pr- it's pretty standard pricing for that. So, yeah, I did, I did a four as well. I think I already said that. And then we move on to service. Five. She was sick, man. She was. She was an excellent representative for this company. Um, very pleasant. Um, you know, described the process to us in detail because it was our first time there. Totally. Uh, you know, and was patient with us. Um, a very, very good server. Um, the only thing that I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them a four uh, on service is. It took forever to get our, our food. It, it really did. Sure, but I think there's a lot I, of time involved in this. Yeah, and in the service category, I'm not only talking about our server, but the back-of-house service and, and getting that out to the table and, and that type of thing. Um, we waited for those beignets a long time. True. Um, I will say another thing she did that was awesome. We were, uh, she comes up to at the end, she goes, you want, you want to take this home? I'm like, of course I want to take this home. And she goes, okay, well, here's what you do. Don't microwave this. Don't put it in the oven. The meat's going to overcook. It's going to taste weird. Put it in a pot of boiling water for this many minutes and take it out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, because I would have for sure just threw this in the microwave. Very good point to bring up It was a really, really cool way. It's very rare that a server tells you the best way to handle your leftovers. Yeah, she was really good. But I guess in, in that restaurant situation... It's a specific thing, and it's cooked a specific way. It's probably just something that they they have to do. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought that was tight. And then we move on to presentation. I noted that the metal trays and buckets were very appropriate. There is no frills, nothing special about the presentation. The garlic bread was just on the plate, and the same for the beignets. They were just on the plate with those plastic uh, condiment sauces on the side. Um, all in all, I'll give the presentation a three. It was average. I'm going to go three and a half for presentation. Um, but I feel like that might be a little low because I think in this situation, there's not a ton you can really do. It's a bunch of shellfish in a bucket. Like, what can you do to that? You know? Yeah. That isn't, I, I was, I appreciated that. I liked the way yeah. that that came out. It was yeah. neat and different. Uh, it was the other things that were just. All right. I do like, um, I do like a metal tray with a checkerboard paper. It looks really good. There could have there could have been a, a frill or two, um, or it could have been filled up with more garlic bread and leave or it. Or a smaller tray, even. Yeah, something. Um, something. It just looked disproportionate. There was a, a, a to me. substantial amount of empty room. Yeah, like white space. Yeah, exactly. A, if I'm using art terminology, um, 
I want to go three and a half, though. All right. And then we move on to the biggie, quality and taste. Oh, this is tough. Uh, I'm going to go eight and a half. The food was awesome. It was messy. That has nothing to do with it. That's something that's expected. Um, you could tell all the, the stuff in the bucket was of a solid quality. The flavors were awesome. The house sauce that we picked, which I was very happy that we picked it. It was just hella butter, hella garlic, so much garlic. And I also, I firmly believe you cannot over garlic anything. Garlic over everything except pepper, but you know, whatever. Um, the beignets were good. Um, they weren't great. They were good. Um, that seafood bread is the name. Uh, was quite good actually, um, but overall everything was just it was very enjoyable. I would go back literally any time if someone's like, "Hey, I want to go to that seafood spot," be like, "Dude, yeah, I'm in." Like, wear something you don't give a shit about, and let's go get dirty and weird. Is this shit is exactly. good? Exactly. Um, eight and a half in the end is a very high, solid rating. It's a very good rating to get for sure. So I'm, I stand by it. All right. I kind of agree with you. I went with an eight. Um, the food was good. The seafood was of really good quality. Uh, plenty, plenty of it. Um, you wouldn't think that the amount they give you is what they give you. They give you so goddamn much. Yeah, I agree with you. I was, I was expecting, like, when we got snow crab in it, I was expecting, like, two clusters of some legs. There was, like, four or five giant clusters in there. Yeah. I was really surprised. There was five entire blue whole blue crabs in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the mild sauce was a little spicy for me, but it, it worked. Um, and um, I've had better beignets. That's about it. So sure. They get it eight on quality and taste for me. Okay. When I total up my points, I get a total of twenty three. Divide by six, and I give Cajun Crab House and Maribel a three point eight. I divide 25 by 6, and they get a 4.16 repeating, which rounds up to 4.2. Very good. So, not a bad score whatsoever. So, I'm going to wrap this up and say it was a fun experience. Glad I tried it. Uh, delicious. Um, messy. <laughs> messy. Messy, like that soccer guy. No vampires are going to mess with me for a while with the garlic smell. They might not, or ever, because, you know. <laughs> that's a thing that's... So, thank you for listening to us uh, all year, all 2022. All whole year, and then some under our belt. Yeah. Uh, appreciate doing this with you. And Look. your belt has gotten substantially smaller, and I think mine has gone the other way. <laughs> Look forward to bringing you more episodes in 2023. And from Larry and I and the Tasty 219 crew, we wish you a happy new year. Mm -hmm. I hope your holiday was fantastic, regardless of which one it is. I hope it was a nice time and everything you wanted. I guess that's all I got. Be safe out there. It's, it's a rough one, y'all, so be careful. We'll catch you in 2023. See ya.